Welcome back to Dope as Fuck Goddesses. I'm your host, Elska, because I changed That's my right. name and I used to be That's Mindy. Right. Yes. <laughs> and, yes. And you are. Uh, <laughs> I'm over here stuck on. I got to remember to use to say Elskar. Um, I'm EA, your co host. We'll say EA K Win. Um, and we're happy to have you today. So we got some juicy things going on for our episode. Yeah, juicy. That's a good word. <laughs> Words are so magnetic and sensational. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so what's been going on with you? Everything. Um, you know, work, right? That's never mm-hmm. ending. And been teaching yoga on Friday nights again. So small groups in person and also uh, online options at the same time. Uh-huh. So that's been a fun adventure, like to get back into teaching regularly, blah, regularly, but also uh-huh. like to see a few in person again, even like teaching, a, teaching in person is like, ah, <laughs> it's been so long I'm so glad that you're getting back into it I know you were missing it yes oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) that um I didn't realize how much I was missing it so nice you're doing it every Friday every Friday night yeah I'm back at transfer mama work and play studio that's on central Memphis Mm -hmm. it's a beautiful studio yeah Mm -hmm. Made for mommy. Made for mommy. I remember the first time I got the little information about it, and I was like, oh, this is such a dope idea. I'm so glad somebody's creating something like this in Memphis. I'm obsessed. Like, I'm obsessed <laughs> with it. Yeah. The coolest, so, it's the coolest idea. Yeah. For those who don't know, Transform Mama is a co-working space for mamas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and there's like a fitness studio, so they do like fit for mom classes and then, you know, like yoga classes. And then Mm -hmm. you can like rent the space. They have wedding rehearsal dinners there and you can go up there and co-work at a desk during the day. And then they have childcare on hand. So there's somebody to watch your child while you co-work. Yeah. Um, a washer and a dryer and a refrigerator and a shower amazing <laughs> amazing. amazing so yeah. needed yeah yeah I, I absolutely love it there well cool I'm so glad that you're back teaching every week yeah. shout everything. out yeah shout out to the studio and then yeah thank you for that it's been amazing very soul fulfilling <laughs> which I've needed so yeah uh-huh. What about I love you? It. Let's check in with Ian. Um, well, since our last episode, I think I went to, I went to, huh? A decade ago. A decade ago. It has been a minute. Been a minute. To, now I will say this. To our credit, I'm so sorry about the background noise. That's, I can't hear it. Can you, can, you can't hear it? Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, <clears throat> but to our credit, y'all, we have met to record the podcast. Yes. 
<laughs> so it's not like we, we just hang we out guess. and then we're like, oh, it's 930. I'm going to go home now. <laughs> <laughs> right. And we're like, whoops, there's another week gone. We didn't record. Uh-oh. And but- I was talking to my husband about that this afternoon even because I was like, but we like it that way. We like it fluid and we like it when we're like, we like to have that standing date weekly to hang out anyway. So it's yes. like, if we don't record the podcast, we're at least like getting in FaceTime. Yes. Yes. Most definitely. Most definitely. But <clears throat> the intention is there to record. <laughs> yeah. And I'm giving us any, credit. I like that there's never any guilt or shame. Like the other person's not like, fuck you for not recording. <laughs> Can you imagine? We're like, oh okay, talk to you later then. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. Right. All right. We'll catch dinner again later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so since our last episode, I think I um I went to the woods. I did oh, another yes. I did another uh, personal retreat. This time, one of my sisters went with me, and the focus was on love. Mm, um, I've been really working on reevaluating, reexamining, and transforming my perceptions around love, um, both romantic as well as uh, just love in general, really. Right. So that was amazing <clears throat> and that from that silent we went to St. Columba which is mm. this y'all the place is absolutely gorgeous they have these hermitage cottages that are um you know for like one person well I guess two people can be because it's a full bed and you can have two people but they're made their intention is for like silent retreat and and contemplation and connection with spirit, God, nature, all of that. So it has become one of my favorite places to go where I don't have to travel far, but I still feel like I'm not in Memphis. I feel like I'm in the woods somewhere. And they have a they have a fairy um, forest. They have a prayer labyrinth. They have the chase, chase stations of the cross. It's gorgeous grounds. So um, they have a lake. We mm. saw owl. Oh my god! I saw for the first time with my naked eye an owl at night. We did a despacho, which is a gratitude offering for those who don't know. Yeah, um, based in the Peruvian culture, and so we did a despacho. And while our despacho was burning, Elscar, yeah. uh, a f- owl swooped in on one of the trees and my sister was talking to me and I'm looking at this big bird in the tree and it's, it's nighttime okay and I'm like either this is an owl or this is a hawk because there's hawks in the area that we were seeing all day long at least I was seeing all day long and I saw the head of the owl turn around I kid you Ooh. not and I was like oh this is wow. And then I saw the two horns like sticking out from the head. I was oh. like, oh my gosh. Then it it flies off of the tree and you hear, I hear the wings flapping. Whoosh, huge, huge bird. I, woof, woof, to the next tree or like to a tree that's closer to the, to where we're burning the spacho. And it, I swear, I swear, it felt like it turned its head again towards me. 
I'm just gonna tell myself that. Yeah. I'm gonna tell myself that <laughs> towards us and like I'm like, sis, there is an owl right here. Like it's and she finally was able to see it. And with it was there. It stayed posted for maybe like a good five minutes in this oh tree. God. I felt like it was taking our prayers and our, our gratitude prayers and, you know, our despacho for us, like sending it to spirit, you know, yeah. hearing our messages. So then it flew, when it flew away, within like a minute, I swear, within a minute or less, we realized our despacho had burnt out. So I'm like, holy yeah. <laughs> timing of this like I'm I am just like blown away and I had said to myself and to my sis too I said it to her I was like I would be I would love it love it if I saw Al on this trip the last time I went to the woods I heard them all night long talking 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 and so then this time I was like I really want to see an owl and I just felt like God source universe spirit holy yeah. garden all of the things <laughs> about the lie, all, all of it came and just oh it was like we see you and you want this we're gifting it to you oh my gosh yes about that but that is what needed to be talked about i guess <laughs> yes. oh my god Thanks. yes Oh, <sighs> what owls are all wisdom and intuition and astral realm and stuff. So, mm, yes, and I love you know San Columba. Oh my gosh, that place is amazing! It's so amazing. I went, I went to like a women's retreat, I can't mm-hmm. remember if I went two years or one year with Nashoba, but yeah, oh, my oh God. okay. Yeah, it's so green and beautiful. And like you said, like, you're right there outside the city. Like, when I was driving to it, I was like, oh, it's right here. <laughs> and when you're there, you're hours away. <laughs> it really does feel like you've been transported to, like, another place. And it's nice and quiet. And, yeah. Quiet. I stayed in the I stayed in the place, though. I stayed in the lodge, like, in a hotel room. Okay. All right, because you were doing the women's retreat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. even that's nice because they have an outside porch i don't know which yep. one you stayed at but i don't them have like a fire has a fire pit oh, out in front they cook, yeah. they cook for you the whole time oh my god it's, yeah. so- it's it's amazing it really is so any of y'all who are listening who are in this area yeah st columbus if you're looking for like a space to mm-hmm. just chill you know chill out and 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 be in nature and you know, be in that energy of it was very spiritual divine energy there. And it's reasonably priced. It's great. Any any healers out there who are wanting to do a spiritual retreat, it's a great place to do a yeah. spiritual retreat at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, that owl. And since then, since then, since that trip, things have been just unfolding in a really great way. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm here for it. Oh my god, yes! Despite my the owls are here. like cool, but when they spin their head, you're like, "Why are you looking at me like I, that?" Oh my gosh, it was the truth. Because I was <laughs> so like, "Cool to see you." But what are you doing? Yeah. 
It was trippy. Uh, I knew I was like, this is either owl or hawk. I mean, that's because it was so huge. And when it, the head turned, I was like, holy shit. And then yeah. seeing the two, you know, the the horns, I call it horns, but it's the ears or whatever, the pointy. Right, it's pointy. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my God. Massive. You know what I wasn't expecting was the sound. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Hearing the cool. sound of the wings. Oh I was God. not prepared for that. Yeah. Oh, they're massive. Oh my they goodness. Then they can be. Yeah. Then we had a beaver visit us while we were creating the despacho. Ooh. I had never seen a beaver in my, in my, in my, in my life. In I my real eye. I have. Like maybe at a zoo. I don't think I've ever seen one like in the wild. Yes. By the time we got done with like putting our despacho together, it had moved closer to our side of the embankment where we were because we were out we were overlooking the lake putting the despacho together it was right. that night that evening was just absolutely there's something about offering gratitude to for your life and mm-hmm. spirit yeah. and your ancestors like just when you're doing it from this place of just understanding that despite everything that you may have gone through despite all of the downs and the struggles and the darkness that you may feel darkness. When I say darkness, I mean like just the struggle and the obstacle of life that can bring you down to move into a place of gratitude with all, with all of that is so transformative. You, I, you, you, you will not walk away from a, from offering that type of gratitude the same. Right. Oh my God. No, 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 no. Yeah. I mean, it's just like the, the last episode we did about the darkness. You know what I mean? Like you, when you come out of that darkness, you have a different kind of gratitude. You have a different, yes. uh, you know, all a different view, a different perspective, different knowledge. You're wiser, right? Like you're looking at a path that you've already walked instead of the uncertainty of the one in front of you. And that's just such, such a beautiful thing when we think about it. I mean, I, I don't want to downplay trauma. That's not, you know, like I, I don't want anybody to ever have to go through trauma, but it is mm-hmm. like when we get knocked down or when we are in those depression states, like when we have those dark moments or when we're, like you said, having, gratitude for going through what we've gone through is such yes. a weird a weird place to be when you've gone through <laughs> some like fucked up shit in this fucked up world it is it is it is but it is truly transformative if you could just find like that one little piece of like that one golden nugget that yeah. and then that allows and then you allow yourself to expand it doesn't remove the no. yuckiness it does no. not remove the yuckiness of the experience, Mm-mm. whatever it is that the person gone through, but allows you to expand up and out into a place of, um, it's like the eagle eye, you know, the bird's eye okay. view, the hawk's eye view of yeah. your life. And if you can see yourself from that whole picture. Yeah, that perspective. Even for a moment. Yes, even for a moment. It's like it fuels the strength to like dive back into the human experience and keep going. Yeah. Man, that's... (laughs) That's the deep, 
well of it all, right? <laughs> like, yeah, let's go swimming over here. <laughs> Jot that down for another episode. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> well, well, that sounds beautiful, though, that you saw to bring it back around. <laughs> That beaver was playful, just like I feel like the yeah. beaver would be laughing with us right now. Yeah, you know, because it was such a playful. He just kept smacking his tail in the water, yeah. and like, oh, I don't know, he was just having a ball. Whatever he was doing, he was enjoying I himself. Up, I had to look up what a beaver symbolizes, and it's the symbol of creativity, and it stands for persistence and hard work. Oh my goodness! Yeah, That's what is it? Beautiful. Mean that that was... crosses your path. Hmm. So yeah. the the persistence, the hard work, and the creative. You know, I feel like in creating the despacho, all of that's weaved in it, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. it's a creative process. It's a creative process of gratitude. And it's like, to me, at least for me, I was honoring the hard work of yeah. how I, how I got to be right there at that lake doing, doing the despacho. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, that's so dope. So dope. Thank you, Beaver. Thank, Thank you, you, Al. Thank you, Mother Nature. Thank you, Mother Nature. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anyway, so yeah, our topic today, yeah. or at least our soft topic, I mean, yeah, is the juicy, juicy, juicy yoni. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yoni, sacred yoni, womb healing, sensuality, pleasure, mm-hmm. orgasmic, all of the things. Yes. Yeah. I'm jumping up and down <laughs> in my seat. I know you can't see me, but I'm jumping up and down. Oh, I'm excited too. I love my yoni. Yes. And one thing <laughs> we wanted to say here in the beginning you know, we understand that there are men that have yonis and this is from a perspective of us both being, you know, cisgender, being born with yonis and have lived yes. our lives, yes, as, as cisgender females. So not to discount anybody, we want to include everybody in our conversations, but yeah, this is, you know, like the way that we're coming from it is, is all like divine feminine um, perspective. So yes, before we dive into that juicy, juicy Yoni. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, definitely. Um, I mean, I feel, yeah, I feel privileged to have been born into the body that I, you know, love and embody and, and have grown, you know, comfortable in, I, I understand, you know, we both understand that there are people out there who are not as fortunate. Like I'm very privileged to be cisgender and to be able to talk about these topics from a lifetime of experience. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And I wish I could, you know, give my vagina to everybody. (laughs) You 
get a vagina. You get a vagina. You get a vagina. <laughs> they don't let me do that, though. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think I'm glad that, you know, we're stating that because I think that's an important, you know, yeah. acknowledgement. Yeah. Definitely an important acknowledgement there. Yeah. To, yeah. To be able to acknowledge that I'm privileged in my, in my gender and cisgenderness mm-hmm. because... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard for some people out there and, you know, especially yeah. people that I love very much. So, you know, you know. Yeah, I know. I know. Hard to. Oh. Yeah. Be an experience of, um, yeah, not being comfortable in the body that you came here with. I can't even imagine. Yeah. And wanting to, I mean. Wanting to have a yoni your whole life or mm-hmm. wanting to have a vagina or to be female, to be able to create, have a womb, have a uterus. I mean, that's as a woman, that's heartbreaking to me that someone, you know, like a woman out there can't have all of her womanly parts, you know, naturally. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and, and then there are women who women who were born women who have had those womanly parts removed from them or working work they don't work properly and so there's so many so many little rabbit holes talking about the yoni i mean yes we want to talk about like sex and orgasms and touching it (laughs) that's a beautiful place you know for all of us who can enjoy that but um yeah at least being able to acknowledge that in the beginning like to be able to say like i'm i'm privileged in this information and I, i honor you women out there and I yes I, I wish i could do more yeah i agree i can vote out some people <laughs> and donate my money to places but <laughs> i do my magic to take down the patriarchy <laughs> i wish i could get some free health care mm-hmm. there's a lot of things right yeah, some free transition surgery mm-hmm. yeah <clears throat> Yeah, so. make it nor- normalized. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> you had mentioned also, you know, those who've had their <laughs> parts removed. And I think that that's something that also doesn't really get touched on yeah. very often in the conversation of sensuality and sexuality and pleasure. So, <clears throat> I'm glad that you brought that up as well. Me being yeah. one of those people who yeah. are part of that group exactly. that had parts removed. Yeah. You know, without my consent. <clears throat> so there there are a lot of different yonis out there, you know? Mm-hmm. Yonis that exist energetically in the psyche and in the being and the body and the soul of the person. Yeah. Yoni that's physically present and Yoni that may not seemingly physically feel right. whole, but it's but it is, and soul. Yeah. Yes. It's whole. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, so when we say the word Yoni, for those who don't know or not familiar with the word, it is a Sanskrit term that refers to source. Source of all the womb is the womb. It is our sacred space that resides in our bodies. 
in our vaginas, in our womb. And um, it's a beautiful term, you know? Yeah. And um, I think we could definitely use the term vagina, but I just feel like using the word yoni brings in context of sacredness and our soul to the conversation about our, our, our physical vagina. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like vagina is so, I mean, it's a beautiful term or whatever. It's the very, but it's very medical or. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know. Yes. I like Yoni. I I mean, I don't know. Um, word on here but i like the p word (laughs) that's my favorite word for my vagina (laughs) can we say that i I like that word too especially while i'm having that if cardi b can say pussy on national national radio (laughs) that's true we can do this on this explicit not for anybody over the age of or under the age of (laughs) yeah exactly pussy I love that word. Oh my gosh. My pussy is my favorite word. I just love it. <laughs> yes. Yes. But yeah. Yoni too. has that like sacred temples. Yes. And like, welcome to my portal to my soul. You're welcome. <laughs> in. I'm allowing you. And you know, it has a different yes. context when, when we are allowing someone, you know, like you're allowed mm-hmm. in my temple. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's talk about that as the temple and allowing yeah. somebody in. Yeah, you know, they. I have mixed feelings about this, Elscar. If you can believe it, of course you do. Yeah, (laughs) I feel simultaneously like yes, you know, there's a there is the concept, style the concept that you need to be careful who it is that you allow in your yoni. Don't give your yoni out to just anybody. You know, clamp, clamp, lock it down you know, and um, every single person that you have sex with, you take in. So it just, it gets, so there's that aspect, which I do agree with. Right. You know, but I think that some of that thought processing brings in some limitations in women feeling free enough to explore the full scope of their sensuality and sexuality. Right. And the creativity of what the womb can offer for them. You know, that's like, it's like something that's built into your body that you can do so much magic with that you can, that is such an integral part of your I want to be careful when I say this because now what's coming to mind is women who have had like hysterectomies. Yeah. They may feel like, okay, my parts are removed, but I promise you still have a wound there. So when I say this is like, it's an integral part of your wholeness. It is. Even if you have had hysterectomies and you feel like I don't have, you know, my ovaries or my, you know, any of these parts, it's the sacredness is still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and, and believing in those energy vortexes, like, yes, yes. I believe yes. that that is still in- intact and in your soul. I mean, that's Definitely. not, 
I mean, you're, you're still a person of great creation. You're still a person who has that energy vortex there. I mean, and, and every person does. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yes, be careful. This is, it is a temple and it is to be revered and treated as such. But at what, at what cost are it, are your temple getting dry? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> because you're, you're, you're so caught up in who's entering into the temple that like your temple's accumulating dust. Yeah. And, and, and the life of the temple is being sucked out because you're not infusing anything into it. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, my opinion, <laughs> my opinion is it, you know, there's a level of safety and consent. Yes. Yes. But okay. Like, but yeah, I feel like if you like your, like every temple in the world, right. Every altar in the world looks different. Like, Some people have like super elaborate altars or super elaborate temples. They are covered in flowers and statues and, you know, tons of candles and stuff. Like it can be, you let a lot of people worship in your temple or you can let Uh a couple of people in your temple. Yes. So, I mean, when you're, when you're bringing up the point of keeping our legs closed or what society teaches us about being picky about our partners or how some mothers teach their children like you know be careful who you let in you know again like use protection use consent right yes of course but then if you're like but if you're like I allow you like yes I consent you can come into my yoni yes I feel like okay that can be 12 people a day that doesn't matter (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, I wouldn't go that. You and your temple. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but yes, I yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tell people listeners are like, "What is she into?" <laughs> oh, a freak. Yes. Well, I want to be clear that, like, I guess what I really, really am, am touching on when I when I question the, you know temple concept is like the anxiety and the fear Mm. around engaging in sensual and sexual acts for fear of judgment and criticism. You know, not for, of course, if you feel like the person's unsafe, no, you know, and but if, if, if it's coming from a place of like, oh, my gosh, somebody's going to think that I'm a hoe or, oh, my goodness, you know, somebody's I'm, I'm I was raised a certain type of way. And I'm like. And I'm unhappy in my sensual and sexual life and I want to shift that, but I can't because I'm having these this moral conscious of some sort of paradigm that I grew up in that may not fit for me. Like that's yeah. really what I'm speaking to. Yeah. Like yeah. what point does the temp, this whole temple concept, become you know, harmful. become a detriment to yeah. your ability to like expand and grow and use your sensual and sexual energy for your own betterment and your own good. Yeah. 
So I think, have we talked about this? I make all of my witch school students read Witches, Sluts, and Feminists. I believe her name what? is pronounced Kristen Soleil. Soleil? Soleil? Mm-hmm. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. She has some accents above some vowels, and I don't know. Um, so correct me if I'm wrong. But that, but yes, like what you, what you're touching on really is is all about how we or feminine or female identifying have been pitted against each other um, in that way, like witches, sluts, or feminists, right? Like using mm. these words, like oh, she's a witch, burn her. Oh, she's a slut, ugh. You know what I mean? Or, oh, she's yes. a feminist. I mean, she's like hardcore or protests or whatever. Like, these have become words that, like, we as women have even used against each other. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's been ingrained in us that being a slut is bad. No, it's fucking not. You know how fucking yeah. bad it is? You are missing <laughs> the fuck out. Missing out. Do there's you know? a right way to do it or you know there's a right way to do it so that you can do it right yes hell but, what is even the word slut anyway yeah look that shit up yeah there's some like history behind it let me google that shit because i mean this is this is part of like the thing that gets me is we end up ascribing so easily to all of these you know social mores and we don't question it you don't question it. We don't investigate. We don't be the independent thinker that we have the ability to be. Okay, so what is slut anyway, really? Yeah, yeah. Right. Why do we even call her a slut just because, like, she's having more fun than you? <laughs> <laughs> and see, that touches into the whole, what you were just saying about women being pitted against women developing all of these different categories and ways of being you know I mean and 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 disclaimer I mean we don't want people to be you know harming yourself being a slut no no like we said there's a right way to do it yes exactly there is a right way to do it loose sexual morals who developed the morals around sexuality white White men. men yeah So white men have the authority over my yoni. <laughs> I think not. I no think thanks. not. Yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Okay, wait. <laughs> The first recorded use of the word was a 1386 oh. reference to a man in Jeffrey's Chaucer's The Canterbury Tales, in Ooh. which he's referring to the man's untidy appearance. Are <laughs> you see this is what I'm talking about? This is why I was like, what is slut anyway? It's, you've it's, got to be, to be like you're a you're a dirty you're a dirty dude <laughs> you have got to be so over the years slut which was originally referred to or used first recorded use of the word was for a man's untidy appearance is now meant to somehow debase women he was talking about the man's rep disreputable appearance 
which was which was at odds with his rank. <laughs> so he was a slut. His rank. He was sluttish. Why is the Lord so sluttish? <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> oh my goodness! This is so. This is so fascinating to me. How? And then it says, "Oh, sorry." Well, and then no, I'm reading ahead, something that says. The second definition is a woman of low or loose character, a bold or impudent woman, a hussy, a jade. But it doesn't tell me when that first shows up. I guess there's something there's something called The Anatomy of Melancholy by Sir Thomas Burton. I've never read that. Mm-hmm. Okay, neither have I. <clears throat> Those are interesting words to describe slut, though. Yeah. Although from the women's perspective. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty bold. Yeah. Impudent. Um, Impudent. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've been called Jade, jaded before. You know what I'm saying? I've called myself a Jezebel. Hell. <laughs> this also says in England and Ireland, sluts were also rags dipped in lard and used in place and of that. candles. <laughs> <laughs> Light like me up, baby. I'm a candle. <laughs> I'm a rag dipped in lard. <laughs> Don't you want a piece yeah. of that? Oh my gosh. Aren't I so sexy? The things Being you find on fucking Google. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I guess our, our, <clears throat> definitely our point has been made, I feel like, at this point. Yeah. Like, yeah. What is slut anyway? Really? Yeah. <laughs> really, really. <clears throat> and I mean, let's talk about the point I mean how how they are pleasure portals I want to talk about how we as women who have yonis have realized like the fucking pleasure in having a yoni Mm -hmm. I mean I've never had a dick I'm sure it's fun (laughs) but like multiple orgasms and you know what I mean like the wet the juicy the like uh, the throbbingness of having a yoni like it's a different kind of oh my gosh it's such a turn on yeah yeah (laughs) and it's like we can we are meant to have multiple partners like we're meant to have multiple partners to be able to be like you're a man who can only last so long and also you only have so much ejaculation. I need you to finish and then I need the next man to come on. Like, You know what I mean? Like that is literally what we are made to multiply. We are made to like take seeds and turn them into other humans. Yeah. I Yeah. And the Yoni doesn't just physically multiply, right? Like, okay, physically, scientifically, yeah, we take men's seeds or mm-hmm. you know masculine parts and turn them into <laughs> little babies yeah. but also it's like I mean the magic of having a yoni right is like when you're doing sex magic when you're manifesting with your yoni with your yoni practice when you're using crystals or crystal dildos or just using your daily orgasms and your daily masturbation like that is something that is beautiful and creative mm-hmm. energy like that's all source energy yeah like 
I'm going to give my yoni pleasure. I'm going to give myself, my body, my auric field. I'm going to put pleasure into my body through my yoni, through this multiplier, (laughs) through this pleasure portal that is only going to then multiply. It's only going to bring more pleasure to my life, more clarity, more ecstasy, more washing. I mean, it's like everything is going to be brighter and happier and prettier because I had my fucking orgasm today <laughs> or a few, you know, like, I don't yeah. that's boring shit. <laughs> so the pleasure piece, I want to just break it down just for a second because yeah. you said a lot of juicy, awesome things oh, right there. Yeah, I went on a rant. And, no, I mean, that was beautiful. I mean, just now as you were talking, I was like, okay, <clears throat> you know, just to kind of break down the concept of pleasure and sex oh, magic. No. Did I lose you? Oh, am I gone? Oh. No. I hear you now. You hear me now? Okay. Yeah, for a minute. Sorry. Okay. Um, <clears throat> All right, last thing I heard was break it down. Okay. So yes. So when you're when you're talking about using sex as yeah. magical manifestation portal like a, a, a portal yeah. Yeah. for that um <laughs> i i want to like make clear that the that the reason why that is the reason why we can do that with our yonis is in my in my perspective at least that's the that's the physical manifestation of the concept of source energy because of the fact that we birth. Yeah. Birth from our yonis literally physically into this earth. Right. Right. We literally pull souls from other dimensions, other dimensions plane into this plane. Yeah. And then, and then we use our bodies to bring them to this plane. (laughs) Yes. And then our bodies literally create the physical multiplying multiplying cells multiplying cells multiplying Multiplying cells cells. yes so that whole experience is literally magic (laughs) i don't care what anybody says right they can can be like oh it's science no bitch it's magic what is science science is spirit (laughs) thank you it's like the it's divinity it is pure pure unadulterated untarnished divinity right. and that goes right into your yoni right and so, every single person listening to this has been birthed like maybe not everybody listening to this can give birth but mm-hmm. everybody listening to this has been birthed into this world yes yes exactly you can't you can't come here another way at least they're not doing like clones yet <laughs> I know of. Oh my god, that's a whole other. Oh my gosh, do you know the side note on that side note? There's this. There is this um, show on Netflix called Unnatural. Have you? You know I'm talking about Unnatural. I haven't seen. Oh my gosh, what is it called? They talk about genetic. They talk about cloning. They talk about what's happening in CRISPR and all of that. Um. I've started watching it. You know, I love my documentaries. All right. All right. All right. So they they over here, they're doing it on um 
They're trying to make glow in the dark dogs. So what? Know, that's just no. Yes, unnatural oh, selection. That is. Listen, this dude is like, if I can make this dog glow in the dark, that is absolute evidence that I have genetically altered this dog and therefore more evidence for us genetically altering ourselves. And apparently there's a guy who's actively genetically altering himself right now. Oh, my God. That's a, so that's a whole other topic. Anyway. Yeah, it is. Yes. <laughs> Just yeah. have to say that real quick. Yes, that. yes, We're not yes. people yet. Oh, but yeah, yeah so we are sorry you go <laughs> no no you don't know what now yeah I don't know of anybody who is cloning babies but yeah that's the only way to come to this planet as of now is yeah to our knowledge as humans right like is to be birthed yes. humanly magically divinely yeah. and all of that all of that energy is swimming in the womb yeah, like a cauldron. Like a cauldron. Yeah. It is literally a vortex. And so then imagine, like in your mind's eye, imagine taking that energy, tapping into it while you are orgasming or you don't even have to necessarily orgasm, but you just tap into it. But of mm-hmm. course, if you orgasm, that's yeah. like pure ecstasy, which to me is like the closest the yeah. closest connection to divinity and to God that one can reach because you're clear in your mind completely right. you're in ecstasy. Yeah. And it's in that moment when, when I'm about to be in that space, like when I'm starting to be in that space when I'm having sex, I start saying my intentions for, mm. what, for whatever it is that I'm wanting to manifest because I know, yeah. just like you said, that our yonis is a multiplier. I yeah. love, love that you use the word multiplier. I hadn't used that word before. Yeah. But that's, I love that. I love that. And that's exactly what is happening is like, while I'm orgasming, and if I'm saying I love myself while I'm yeah. orgasming, I'm manifesting my self-love because yeah. I need that. Yeah. And that's, and the, I mean, that's one of the cleanest places I can get to, to multiply that intention. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, I love myself. I'm a millionaire. Like, I mean, you can go and go, right. And those are just surface affirmations. Like you can get to the nitty gritty of like, I'm healing my past traumas and start multiplying that within your psyche, within your body, Mm -hmm. within your aura, like resonating that vibration out all day or all week or, you know, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh but gosh, yeah, just... we'll get to we'll get to healing modalities in the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I just wanted when you were talking about like sex magic, I was like, okay, let's like break that down because yeah, people to understand and really see. Yeah, yeah. What that looks like, you know. Yep. And then if you add the man to it or whoever it is, whoever your right. partner is, exactly. If you, you have a add, if they par- yes, if your partner partners or partners yeah. and you're all in alignment right with like alignment, okay consent you're probably i mean if you're partners you probably eat healthy or work out together or I mean, you're on the same vibe anyway you know yes usually yes. sometimes we're not vibing with our partners but 
usually if you're with your partners and you're having sex, you're vibing together. And that's mm-hmm. just like, I mean, like, that's like a gong ringing. That's like mm-hmm. banging a bell. That's like, yeah. And everybody's orgasming. Everybody's coming. Yes, please. Yes, please. I'll take a side of that. And then you start chanting your affirmations to each other. You start affirmations from your partner instead of you and like oh and so this is what's yes i i had that happen for me for the first time this Mm -hmm. year and it's it 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 is is with somebody that who my 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 christian moral upbringing is challenging (laughs) continuing to engage with this particular person but let me tell you like when you're when you're having sex with a partner that is feeding you affirmations mm-hmm. about yourself, yes. yeah. While yes. while you're about to, there is nothing, nothing like else. That. nothing. Not I, that experience yet. Oh my gosh, I couldn't believe it. I was like, in that moment, I was like, you can be my husband, yeah. but yeah, yeah. I haven't <laughs> experienced anything better than that yet. I mean that it it's like a fountain of youth overflowing in my body yes yeah my yoni is very happy in those moments yes we like happy yonis yes and so that's another thing too is like our yonis are energy that's like they have I feel like they have a consciousness I feel like our whole bodies have consciousness yeah we are we are consciousness like we we are energy bodies. We're energy beings, and we and I feel like there. If you can be disconnected from your yoni, you can be connected to your yoni. And I feel like she communicates. She, yeah. she whatever, however you want. So to many ways. It. So many yeah, ways. But, yeah. You know, um, I want her to be happy. Yeah. I want her to feel like she's thriving. I want her to be juicy. I want her to be healthy. Mm-hmm. You know. And yeah. My golly, gushing. Gushing. Mm-hmm. It makes me so happy when I get so wet. I'm tell I'm getting yeah. real TMI right now. <laughs> okay. Well, we're at we're like I'll- only have like 10 minutes left. So we're gonna okay. talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna do this is a two-parter because we couldn't I mean, obviously we still want to keep going. So this is a yeah. two-parter. So if you're tuned in now and you want to keep the conversation going, look for our next episode. It's going to be all about healing our yonis, um, different ways to do that. And like we talked today, energetic ways to do that. We're going to really dive into yoni eggs and yoni steams. So stay tuned for that. Yes. And then I, I wanted to say, okay, I want to do something special this episode if you're cool with okay. so yeah. instead of like okay. the dopest fuck thing that we're like looking forward to or that happened recently let's talk about dope as fuck things that have happened to our yoni <laughs> Ooh, yes okay you want to go and, first and you got we don't have to go into like personal okay we don't have to go into yeah like I, I, I have to really don't I, name I have, anybody yes. yeah no right <laughs> okay so do you have one in mind already I mean I guess 
Okay, so the idea that I had in mind when I thought of this question, because then I started thinking like this could go a million ways. <laughs> and I didn't okay. Sex stories. Not, not yet on the podcast. So the best thing that ever happened to my Yoni was like having a Brazilian wax and a Yoni steam and a Yoni spa, like one of those, like they oiled it up and they lotioned it up. Right. It had like all these like natural herbs in it. And they I mean, did like, it for you. Somebody did it for you. Oh so yeah. The Brazilian wax. Like That's Brazilian right. Wax, and then, mm-hmm. and then they put you on a Yoni steam and then they would like put oil, like rub oils on it. And it wasn't okay. like sexual or anything, but it was very sensual. It was very like, mm-hmm. you know, a woman pampering my Yoni. And like, like I said, like I had, a, I'd never had a Brazilian wax before that. So it was just nice that like I was bare and then it was all this pampering on it and the steaming and the lotioning and the massaging. And it was like, yeah, that's the best thing ever. like, and it wasn't sexual. And then I was like, Oh wait, I guess talking about the dopest fuck thing that ever happened to our yonis can go into like a bunch of, a bunch of dirty talk. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, I was thinking of like this time that I got it all waxed and like rubbed down. <laughs> There was no happy ending to that one. <laughs> but she was happy though. You made yeah, her happy. Yeah, yeah. Like all new and shiny and like. Yeah, I love that. Oh, makes me want to go get just, one. You yeah, it was just, yeah, exactly. It was just like just a spot and just for my yoni, just for my vagina, like getting it all mm. pretty and pampered. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, I think my the dopest thing that's ever happened to my yoni is loving her. Mm, yeah. I've, I've gotten to a place where I turn myself on yes. because oh. I'm so turned on by my yoni and her power and her this her just natural like desire to thrive. Yeah. Yes. yes. And I'm like, oh. you give me so much pleasure yeah. that when and I think about her responding and and getting juicy and she's happy. And to me, that's like her communicating to me in that way. I just that is the you know what? I think part of the reason why it's so dope to me is because I am circumcised and I do not have my clitoris or, you know, I don't have a full clitoris. And for years I struggled with dryness Mm, and like for years I struggled with being really embarrassed while I'm having sex because I would, when I would try to get a little bit wet, I would just as quickly get dry. Mm. And it was always like this sex beat was like, Oh my God, like, anxiety provoking so now i i'm like girl yeah (laughs) i really be like bitch you are so fire right now like thank you for getting so wet right now like you are so dope i just yes so that's what's that's probably the dopest thing that's ever happened i don't think that i ever thought that i would be in a place where i would even think like the way that i think now yeah I mean, uh, and like multiplying, right? Multiplying mm-hmm. again. Like you're giving that to her. You're giving mm-hmm. her all this love and like, damn, bitch, mm-hmm. you fire. Mm-hmm. Like, and then she's <laughs> like, you know what? You fire times 10. 
girl. She's like, you know what? Let me just drip, drip a little more for you. Drip, I like drip. that. Keep talking drip, to me. Drip. Talk to me nice. Keep talking to me yeah. nice. Yeah. I like it when you're nice to me. <laughs> I like it when you beat me too, but I like it when you're nice to me. Yes, yes, yes. You know what? Like now, every time I start my cycle, I always thank her. Yeah. I used to be like, oh my God, yeah. here we go. There we go. Now I'm like, girl, you better come on. You better flow. Yeah. You better flow. You better let all them uh, stem cells uh, be flowing. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is a good episode. I love that. I love our episode. I know. Our own it's funny because, like, I feel like we just ate. Like, we sit for a few weeks and don't do shit. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then we get together and we're like, but bam. <laughs> Take that. You you know, watch that, universe. <laughs> it's probably the best way for us to work. Yeah. Yeah. Not naturally. <sighs> Being in the flow of things. Yeah. All so anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to our next podcast conversation. Yeah. Me too. For sure. And uh, yeah. Do you have anything else that you want to mention? No. You know, love, love your Yoni and take care of your sisters and that includes yeah. women of, of all backgrounds and all bodies and all, yes. you know, women of all genders. So, yeah. Thank you for listening again. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I don't think I, I think that you wrapped it up really perfectly well. I couldn't have said it better. We'll talk to you guys next time. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.